You are listening to the Red Roots Podcast. Good morning. Good morning. I don't know why I'm laughing to say that. Good morning. Oh. Good morning. Oh, hey. I said there good you morning, Eric. I know. I was looking at him. Um, everybody good today? Yes. Yeah. We're su- we've survived. Um, we're surviving the protest, the violence. Yeah. No, it's not been bad in Trinidad. Uh, <laughs> it's not been bad in Trinidad, but yeah, there's a lot going on, as you've heard the past two weeks. There's a lot going on here. Um, not much has changed with the political situation here. Uh, kind of in a, a stale, what is it called? A stale, stalemate between everybody. And so, I don't know. There's not much news on that front. Um, but, yeah, keep praying for us, please. Or praying for the country of Bolivia, please. It's something uh, Something will probably happen this week. And um, I don't know. Well, something will happen this week. So well, Something will probably happen tonight. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. Well, they gave him twenty or uh, forty-eight hour. They gave the president a forty-eight hour deadline to quit or step down. I use like using direct words. Quit, resign is the proper word. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know how you give the president an ultimatum. I, I don't know how this is going to work, honestly. Um, but that's where we are. So there's not much to talk about on that front. Thank God. Uh, but yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> so everybody has to go. Every, has everyone had a good week? There's some, I'm going to be laughing through this whole thing because there's so much going on. Has everyone had a good week? You guys have had a good week? Have you had a good week? Yes. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I guess so. All right, so all you have for today. So uh, <laughs> no. um, So today what I, wanted to, what I wanted to do is wanted to talk about a little bit about um, uh, what we're currently working on and what plans we have kind of coming up for next year, what dreams or hopes or expectations we have for next year. Um, it can be for ourselves or ministry or whatever. So, um, yeah, I, I can go first because I see Melinda's probably still needing to think well, 24 it, hours later. <laughs> well, I always think it's it's just not natural for me to want to, I think anybody would just sit and talk about themselves and what they're, what well, they're doing. It's hard. Well, you're not talking about. <laughs> I know that's the whole purpose of the podcast is to update people on what we're doing and what's going on. But it's like, hey, Melinda, so how... You know, what's going on? What are you planning on doing? Well, we can it's ask him different. What is Red Roots doing in, the, in your area? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's better. That's better. If yeah. that's what if it makes it feel better at all. Yeah. So that'll work. Um, I guess I'm going first. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Simon agrees. You guys should have wore matching shirts since the ridiculous uh, provecho last week. Oh, uh, yeah. Ridiculousness. <laughs> I'm going to try to find you shirts at the used clothes market today. Um, no, um... What were you going to say? I was just going to say we should get matching t-shirts but then print the word Provecho. I, oh, I like gosh. that idea. And then just I know where to, to get it made. We only need two. We only need two. Sure. Just for you guys. I'm good. I'm good on that. When we get to uh, 100 likes on our podcast, we'll get every listener a Provecho shirt. What do you mean 100 <laughs> likes on our podcast? Where can you like the podcast? Oh, you can't like a podcast? Subscribers. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. How many. That's not true anyway, so let's yeah. move on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got embarrassed after you said that. <laughs> well, I'm like, we can't do that. How will we even get it to him? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we're going to mail you something. It's never going to get to you. So, um, Yeah, no, um, Me for me, as of right now, obviously, surprise, surprise, I'm working on church stuff. <gasps> but more specifically, um, 
I actually have it on the board, so let me turn around. Actually, I can hold this, right? It's awkward, but I can do it. Um, yeah, no, for the church right now, we're just, so I guess one of the big, big things that we haven't, I mean, we've, we've talked so much about church help and stuff like that, but it's essentially, and I think I've mentioned this several times, but we're doing a church replant. And church leadership has changed drastically in the past, over the past year. Um, and as, I mean, whoever, any of you who are involved in church work, you know that when change in leadership brings change in vision. And so that's, you know, kind of what's happened. And a lot, so there's, there are some people, a few, not a ton. No, I think everybody hates change. Not everybody, but a majority of people hate change. But a lot of people will give it a chance when they know that, you know, you know, that, that something needs to be done. And so there's a lot of dying churches, uh, not just in Bolivia, but in all of the world. And, mm. and uh, one of my pastor friends told me that the famous last words of every dying church is, we've never done it this way before. Mm-hmm. And um, which is very true, you know. And so we've been basically spent this year um, just developing vision, casting vision, casting vision, casting vision, casting vision, casting vision, casting vision, so on and so forth, and um, to people. And we've obviously made some changes in leadership outside of us, uh, some people, you know, like always happens, has just decided that they didn't want to be on board with the vision and, and you know, whatever. And so, unfortunately, um, changes need to be made in that sense. And so we've gone through all that stuff, and uh, that's, that was a blast. It's always just a blast, <laughs> any type of conflict and stuff. And, and uh, so we've gone through all that, and um, now, we're, you know, we're kind of developing new leaders, not new leaders, but just people taking steps up and stuff like that and trying to develop and trying to build on that. So one thing... Um, and then also with this is our church hasn't really had any documentation as far as like uh, expectations, what we believe, expectations for leaders, agree- leadership agreements. Uh, if you're going to work with kids, then you need to sign this agreement. If you are going to do X, then you, you know, you need to understand this and just a bunch of different stuff. Um, we don't have membership things set up at our church. Uh, and so uh, currently I have, well, actually that's on the agenda, but right now I'm working on, um, what is it, theological distinctives? Is that? Like what we believe, yeah. like a kind of what we believe thing. I started working on it a long time ago, but sometimes, man, stuff just gets heavy and then stuff happens and it gives you an excuse to drop away from it. So I need to finish that. Um, I've been working on that lately. Uh, and I should I actually get it done by the end of this week, hopefully, and then have it ready to like kind of be doctored up by you and you can kind of put this, this, the logo and make it look pretty or whatever. Um, but yeah, working on theological distinctives for our church, what we believe. So. This is the, the issue that I think a, a lot of churches have is when they don't have written what they believe is when people come from other churches, which happens often, unfortunately, come from other churches, they come and they come with whatever they've been taught. And if you don't have an expectation of what you believe about certain things, then they just put in whatever that they've always done or been taught. And so, but then there becomes conflict because, oh, we don't believe that here. Why are you preaching that? Well, you never told them that this is what you, you know, you never explained yeah. to them or whatever. And so... When, uh, when, new, when people come from other churches or other places or from no church at all, and they, we want them to understand this is what we believe here, just so you know what you're signing up for. I think we can easily get into the place where we're so desperate for members that we don't really care. We don't care. We're just going to teach them. But you don't teach everything that you believe every Sunday. You know, there's so many different little details and, and nuances of, of open hand, of like uh, secondary issues or whatever you want to say, like when it comes to... Uh, biblical interpretation and so on and so forth and so we just want to make sure that everybody's on the same page or at least understands uh what we believe here because if maybe this isn't the church for you if you don't believe this and you don't agree with this maybe it's not the church for you and so just putting that in motion because that that just a structure structure right uh structure is never bad so doing that and uh 
What else am I doing? Uh, I'm trying to work on something for the end of the year, man. Like a, um, uh, like a se- like a Christmas series or something. I don't know, but that's, yeah, it's a whole different story. Um, also, we are trying to plan some type of a volunteer appreciation thing for the end of this year. I think we're gonna do a taco, taco party or something for all of our volunteers. Me, I think me and Melinda will do that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's gonna be a long day. It's gonna be so good though. I hope we have a leftovers. I hope so. So we'll have cow tongue taco, beef tongue tacos. You interested in trying that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the podcast, he said yes. <laughs> and it comes Sunday <laughs> or whatever day it is. No, so we'll, hey, we want to have like a taco bar and like, I mean, as authentic as a black guy from West Virginia can make Mexican ta- tacos. <laughs> like, fairly impossible, but you get this, you get the idea. And um, but really starting to plan for next year, and so uh, I guess we can get into that after. But that's what I'm doing for right now is really, really working on those theological distinctives and stuff. I got, I have to get that done like this week, in my head, and um, and just getting ready for end of the year stuff, whatever as far as the church goes. But the theological distinctives, and there's another thing, but I can't remember what it is. Uh, basic doctrines. Oh yeah, I was writing a like a, a, a like a why course for new believers. Like why do we why are these uh, practices and things necessary? Why is coming to church necessary? Why do we sing and worship? Why do we just answering a lot of very simple questions that people understand at least what you're signing up for if you're a new believer. And so, um, yeah, just really stuff like that, little detail stuff and little just documentation. Oh, yeah, I did mention the um, volunteer agreements and stuff like that. That's what I've been working on. Not fun stuff at all, but when we're done with it, it'll help so much with the flow of the church. Yeah. And um, so the church can be flow and be stable. And then that takes us into our plans for 2020 or whatever, so... Anyways, I don't know what you guys been working on. Um, as far as the end of the year stuff would be the um, Christmas fair that we want to have. Oh, yeah, we're um, doing that too. Uh, is it the Christmas before, I mean, the Sunday before Christmas? Is that when it's going to be? Um, I'm working with Simon and Rudy on just the organization of all of that. You know, what foods are we going to uh, prepare? Who's going to prepare it? Getting some teams together. Um, for as for as <laughs> where'd that come from as far as organizing um what what well you guys are doing the games uh, i'm going to be doing the activities and um also seeing and trying to work within the budget that we have as a church mm. so those are the the activities and the challenges too that come along with it but it's exciting because it's the first time we're going to do this and it also serves as an outreach to our community so it'll be the first time i get to meet a lot of our new uh, not new neighbors, but a lot of our neighbors, um, not direct neighbors. We obviously know all of them, but people that are a couple blocks away, you know, they'll, they'll hear the music or they'll get the flyer and are interested in coming. So that excites me, being able to see, um, provide, first of all, this uh, activity for the people, but also to be able to present Jesus through our interactions with them and uh, the, the short message that's going to be given and also be able to invite them to church you know because a lot of them have an idea of what our church already is just because of their reputation in the past or just the reputation of the church in general here in um, Bolivia so we get to present something new to them and I'm excited about that but yeah. guess what what we'll be working on the details of that and also um just wrapping up any kind of graphics we need for children's ministry the logo um still working on that <laughs> and uh church we, sign the church sign yeah we Family. and church um After invitation 14. flyers and just fun stuff like that that's exciting but it's like a that kind of design stuff is a 
it's a lonely thing because <laughs> I'm by myself hours at the computer, but I enjoy that too. So that's what I'm working on. Oh, hey, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll give you another second to think because I forgot. I'm also going to be wrapping up the, the, the help that I've been offering to the church down the block with their worship. So we'll the, be f- down, huh? down the block? Where's that? The uh, church down the block that you're helping? I mean, not, how far is it? Like uh, 10 like blocks a, away? <laughs> 15? <like> two miles away? <laughs> it's not very close at all. You're right. <laughs> a neighboring church. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On the other side of the city. Yeah. <laughs> that one. Yeah. So um, we're going to be finishing up our uh, classes here within the next couple weeks. And so be interested to see if they're going to want to continue on with the next new year or what but we're going to discuss all that in a couple weeks so yeah i think uh, (laughs) you look like you look like there was 50 other people here and you didn't know if it was your turn yet (laughs) the problem i've got is as i hear you guys going through the things that that you you need to do my to-do list just gets longer and longer longer because i'm sitting there thinking oh yeah i need to do that as well i need to do that as well (laughs) (laughs) so so yeah, my mind kind of spaced out for a minute there. Yeah. Um, Did it freak you out? <laughs> no, not freak me <laughs> out. It just you just made the list a little bit longer. Uh, the, I did. The, <laughs> the to-do list is always longer than the doing list. Yeah. Like it's, I think, I guess it's a good thing, but it doesn't always feel like it's never ending. You know. Yeah. Just things that you forget about. But uh, yeah, no, it's um, it, wrapping things up for the rest of the year. I guess um, football goes until fifteenth of December, I believe. One of those days around there, yeah. mid-December football goes until there. So it's um, wrapping things up with San. I think we're doing some uh, last-minute uh, activities in the last few days because school's finished no- end of November, right? So, yes. So um, Sam was saying that normally football schools finish end of November as well, a long time alongside the schools. Mm-hmm. But ours runs for an extra couple of weeks, extra two, three weeks, which means we get higher number of kids because um, obviously kids won't be in school or yeah. other trainings won't be going on so so they will come to us um, so we need to be a little bit more prepared uh, for those end of those weeks um, then La Fabrica the youth club that finishes end of November as well we're finishing with a uh, last last week party kind of thing I don't like using the word party it's not a cool word anymore is it just to say, oh yeah, well, I don't know, you're 23. I'm 34. Yeah. Why are you asking me? If you're asking me what's cool, you're in bad shape. Maybe events or get, yeah. get together. Yeah, yeah, hang, the end of year event. I guess yeah, we'll go with that. We'll go end of year event to celebrate the year. There we go. Because it's the first first year of the Fabrica running. Um, so yeah, just to bring that to an end, um, wrap that up well, um, have a time of celebration. But uh, again, it's working within the budget that we've got. Um, how can we put on the best? Within the budget for five dollars, how can we throw a party five dollars for thirty people? Yeah, <laughs> but uh, peppermint candy for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I keep it <laughs> um, so yeah, so it's, it's working through them. Make for that, um, and then children's church stuff. Um, that's growing, that's growing at a pace. Um, every week, I mean, we had 31 yesterday, which is the highest number we've had. Um, and there were still regulars that were away. So I think if everyone was to come, we're, we're about 35, nearly 40. Um, if it gets too much bigger than that within the next month, we, we will struggle. 
to just logistically cope uh, with that number of kids. Um, so trying to prep for that, trying not to be a firefighter all the time, yeah. um, trying to see problems before they might arise, um, work out what we need to do, uh, headhunt for more leaders, um, have a look around, see who, who maybe who could I get in once a month or something like that. Um, and then also, if the political situation dies down, I'm going to be away for a month uh, in Santa Cruz at uh, language school. Um, so I need to prep for that, get that month sorted, uh, make sure everything's uh, brought, prepped, ready, everyone knows what they're doing uh, for that month. Um, yeah, and just making sure that it can continue to run smoothly um, over the time. So yeah, it just a lot of a lot of just prep really over the next over the next month. Yeah. Well, you also want to finish off the twenty percent of the all the other jobs that I've started <laughs> over the year and haven't finished yet. They need to be finished yeah. as well. Yeah. So book. Let's not forget the about the Facebook that, that I started oh, yeah. like six months ago, which oh, is yeah. in English is done. Yeah, like if, if done. you know, we could just hand out an English copy. No, no one would be able to read it or understand it. But if you want to buy a copy done. of our book in English, send fifty dollars. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Get a free Provetro yeah. T-shirt. Yeah. A Provetro yeah. T-shirt. <laughs> Hey, you know what you need for the children's ministry? I just thought of this. You need like a bouncer team. You know what a bouncer is? Oh, you want someone on the door? Yeah, yeah, like a doorman. I don't know what you guys call it. (laughs) Yeah, bouncer. Yeah, yes. (laughs) You need like a bouncer. Like you need at least a couple to deal with like, you know, problematic kids. Like they don't have to teach. They don't have to do any of that stuff. They just kind of stand by. And if somebody starts getting out of line, they can kind of like, you know. Just kind of give them a little focus time over in the corner. <laughs> you know, I think it's a helpful thing. Yeah. I can do it, but I'm preaching. Like, that's my specialty. I'm not good with kids at all. <laughs> like, I'm good my with... specialty. I mean, I'm good with, like, I'm good with that. Like, yeah. disciplining kids and stuff like that. I'm, I'm, like, I'm great. That, I'm yeah. like, like, that's my gift. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> that's what... You actually got paid to do it be- once... Even yeah. once, like once in a, a lo- once in a life. It no. was my job. Yeah, that's like what I didn't I mean. get paid once. Not like once, I like <laughs> got paid biweekly. I don't know to how do I was going to phrase that, but that's not what I meant. Yeah. I meant to say you had a job once doing yeah. again, no. not once. Well, I, I spoke to Melinda a couple of weeks ago when I was when I was we were chatting about okay, how can we try and improve the behavior of just a few of the kids? Because the majority of the kids, like the 30, mm-hmm. 30 kids that we got, twenty five of them absolutely fine, no, mm-hmm. no problems at all just five that are really, really challenging. And in an ideal world, at least three of those five, I would make one-to-one. Um, mm. They just need someone with them all the time. To Hopefully to two of those five's names don't start with J's, do they? <laughs> no, they don't. Okay. They definitely don't. Um, so I've got a disciplined kid. They'll take it to the house. <laughs> no, so it's, um, in the ideal world, we'd, I'd like them to be one-to-one um, until behavior improved and things like that. But we don't have the uh, people to be able to do that. And that's fine. So we need to find another way. Uh, so I was chatting to Melinda and she said what we should do is we should just get you to come in at like breakfast or something and fake an argument with someone and then you just shout and then all the kids would just be like, whoa, he's really scary. <laughs> and then from that point on, I could say, well, if you don't listen, I'll just send you to Ramon. But <laughs> <laughs> then you have to follow through. So in the li- I'm gonna yeah. You can send them in and listen to the boring sermon, yeah. but I'm sitting yeah. in the corner and that hot, it's hot in there. It was hot yesterday yeah. in the sanctuary or yeah. whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it's so. not. Like, that's why, but that's why I don't really like work with kids is yeah. because... I, like, I just don't have the, the mentality for it because, you know, like, I, I'm just not great with kids. But mm. I am really good at, like, I'm not being mean, but, like, I'm, I am good at discipline. Yeah, and children. I barely ever hear him, heard him shout. So, like, the, it's really interesting how effective it, he is with getting children to behave well when he never has to raise his voice. Yeah. I, I'm more likely to shout at an adult than I'm a kid. Like, there's no, 
There's no argument with a kid. Yeah. You're five. We don't have anything to talk about. Like, as far as, yeah, I did. No, I'm not going to argue with you. I'm, thir- I'm 30 years older than you, man. Like, there's <laughs> nothing to argue with you about. I'm in charge. You're not in charge. There's nothing else to talk about. So I'm good at that part. But all the, hey, let's play a game. Hey. Like, it's just not, I'm not, I, I can't do it, man. I would be the worst, like, children's church pastor ever. All the kids would be well behaved, but they would hate it and they wouldn't learn anything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's balance. Yeah, I suppose, whatever you want to, you want to say that. It's just not my area. And I recognize that, so I stay away from it. So, uh, yeah, but for 2020, expectations for 2020. Oh, for oh, like I didn't tell you this yesterday. No, it made, just made me think about all she, of the. Give in, her an Oscar. She's an actress. <laughs> like oh, for the podcast, we gotta act no, like it's the first time. Way. Yeah. No. Ooh, good question. No, hmm. it made me think about all of the interesting, you know, yearly phrases that people come up, the pastors come up with for their preaching. No, 2020 no, nope, theme, nope, you know? nope. That's cornier than Sam Provecho at the same time at the end of the podcast. I'm not saying we do it, but and we're not gonna even, I look no. forward to you know, the social media posts yeah. about it. My home church is already doing it. They're already running with the 2020 what vision. Is it? What are they saying? They just called it 2020 vision. Because of the vision. Uh, so the that's vision clever. for the church. Yeah. 2020. That, I mean, good looking vision. That makes sense. Though. 2020 it's vision. Not that, I mean, it's not that corny. I mean, it's not clever because it's literally. No, what it I is, mean, but, but it makes but sense. Yeah. yeah. But she's talking about like make it clean in 2017. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like it's just. 2020. The year of plenty. Yeah. <laughs> you know that was going to be used. Yeah, probably. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Unfortunately. Like. Yeah, I'm 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 actually okay with like 2020 vision or the vision for 2020. Ha, it's like a play on word. It makes yeah, sense. Yeah, without that. Yeah, <laughs> it makes sense. You Any know. listeners from my home church, you can just keep that going. That's fine. You got yeah. the thumbs up. It's it's great, guys. Please, but don't make it rhyme. If you're listening, anyone from Simon's home church, don't don't come up with rhymes. Just keep it. Don't. There's no need to start rapping all of a sudden. You haven't listened to hip hop your whole life. Don't start now. You know. <laughs> it's good. Vision 2020, 2020 vision, great. Run with it, please. We all need vision. So, yeah, anyways. How do we get on it? Oh, yeah, because we're talking Cause about Because of my, oh. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> back to Jesus. Um, <laughs> no, 2020, like, obviously. So, this is the thing is, obviously, I talk a lot about church stuff. But, and I think if anyone who knows me or has met me when I'm in the States, they hear me talking about a lot of different stuff. They hear me talking about community center. Other people have heard me talking about like doing, uh, I don't say jungle missions, but like village work and stuff like that. And I think sometimes people may get confused because it just depends on what you ask me. Like I'm not, it's weird. Like I don't just come out gushing most of the time about stuff. So if someone asks me a question, I'll answer the question. But I'm not thinking at the time like that all oh, this may not make sense to them. But anyways, those are all things we still want to do, but all of them are based on for us, the way that we see it done is based on having a solid and, and healthy church. And so for me, I mean, that's why I'm so like um, head diving headfirst into the church stuff. And I'm so adamant about it because I see the need, understand the need for a healthy, healthy churches to be at really um, at the center of these of like parachurch ministries or whatever they're called. Um, so do we want to go to villages in the jungle? Absolutely. Absolutely. Do we want to have a community center? Absolutely. Like, we, you know, you definitely. Um, however, in order for all those things to function on the way of discipleship that, that we feel, that we believe things should function, it, there should be a healthy, health, healthy church. That too, a healthy church and a healthy church 
and that goes alongside uh, of these programs to be able to bring people in to feed them and do the, not to feed them spiritually and you know help with the discipleship and be able to belong to a home church where you can grow and be a part of a Christian community where people can encourage you, lift you up, you know, pray for you, pray with you, bless you, correct you as well, you know, all these other things that we do in the church. Um, I think I've seen a lot of parachurch ministries that they have really good ideas, whether it's an orphanage or whether it's something else, but they're not connected to any local church. So the part that always ends up lacking is discipleship and spiritual growth. Yeah. And um, because we've, we make discipleship into a class. So if we can have a boy's home and then we say, oh, in the boy's home, we do, we do discipleship on Thursday mornings. That's great, but that's just not enough to do a class. We need to be a part of a community. Even if we only go to church once a week, we still need to be a part of that community where we have people have access to us and we have access to them. If I need help, I can go to you. If you need help, you can come to me. If I need prayer, if I'm dealing with drug addiction, pornography, or you know, uh, lying or cheating, whatever the case may be, I can go to person X at least at my church, or you know, I can go to help them. It, 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 living in community, but in, in Christian community. So before we get all launched off and stuff, having community community center and going to villages and stuff uh, full force like we want to uh, I just see the need to have a strong local church so that's this year um, I have a lot of plans for it but I want to just really develop the church and get it get it str- uh, strengthened up like I don't know the word <laughs> strengthened up I don't think that's a real but <laughs> strengthened yeah sure I, I really don't know what I'm trying to say but that yeah they get it yeah strengthened I can't say that strengthened that's right. Mm-hmm. Get it strengthened <laughs> so that so that it can be effective in in the community or whatever. And so, um, but the idea is this year in the, the first six or twenty in twenty twenty the vision for twenty twenty <laughs> is in the first six months. It's like thief. <laughs> Vision veinte veinte. Let's see, change it, change it. Original there. And so, uh, <laughs> but in the, in the first half of the year is to get thing, a lot more things solidified in the church and get the leadership structure a little bit better. So we can be a little bit more, um, I was going to say auto-sostenible, uh, self-sustaining in a practical sense, in a leadership sense. So we can kind of flow a little bit better so that we can, like someone has text, texted me right now as soon as we started the podcast about another man uh, beat, beat up his wife and she had to go live with her in-laws. It was an emergency. She took the kids, whatever. Uh, just two weeks, or not even two weeks, last week I had another conversation with another lady at our church where um, her husband is regularly abusive to her. Um, he cheats on her, has three mistresses, at least three mistresses. One of them is pregnant. Um, the, the wife fears for her life, came home the other day drunk. He, he came home the other day drunk, called her out of the house, and she was scared to go out because she thought he was going to kill her. These are not situations that people should live in, anyone. I don't care if you're a Christian, if you're a Mormon, or what you, no one should live in these situations. And so um, as a church, I feel like, I'm not telling you what to do, listen. Uh, maybe I am. I don't know. Uh, if the Holy Spirit convicts you, it's not my fault, right? But I feel like as, as a church, that's who we are supposed to be. We are supposed to be able to help people in those situations. But we cannot help somebody if we're not solid. Mm-hmm. We can't help somebody if we're still arguing because Sunday school is extended 20 minutes or because so we sang a song that uh, I didn't like. They don't like the songs I sing. We, we can't. We can't, if we don't have a strong leadership structure of people who are committed to growth in Christ and committed to uh, being disciples of Christ as well as discipling others, we can't really help anybody outside of here. And so when I get these messages and stuff regularly, it motivates me even more to dig more, further into the church, not so that we can have a cool church, not so we can have a lot of people, not anything, so that we can be a strong and functioning church so that we can help these people in need. These are emergencies. 
These, I mean, people are getting beat up by your husband. It's not like you got in a street fight. That's bad too, but that just, that happens sometimes. But like, you get beat up by your husband, who's supposed to be your protector, and the, like, your whole security has your like everything is just falling apart. Like your whole the way that you view things has complete, been completely distorted and perverted. And here the churches are unable to help anybody in those situations. So in the first six months of this year, I want this church to be way more structured. And so um, past what I already said, I'm working on the, the theological distinctives and stuff. I'm working on a new, uh, like a new beginners, a new believers class. Um, just basic doctrines of the faith, which is very important to be able to navigate life. What do we believe about God? What does the Bible say about um, what does the Bible say about us and what Jesus has done for us and how does that affect us in our practices? How do we apply this to different things? So I want to do a course for new believers. Um, also develop different ministries and get uh, like an ushers or help ministry. Um, uh, yeah, uh, like a community team, like a community team ministry that do community projects and stuff like that that work out in the community. But also those people can be kind of like more or less the face of the church in the community. Because we have a, like, there's a lot of dust and stuff. The roads aren't paved, the roads aren't paved in, our, in, our, in our neighborhood. And so there's a ton of dust and mud and stuff like that. And um, there's a lot, kind of a lack of trees. So we want to plant trees all over our community. That's one thing we want to do as a church. We want to do that. And it gives us a chance to go out in the neighborhood, but it also will plant fruit, fruit trees. So there's some, some type of provision that comes from, um, you were saying that there's a family the other day because of the strikes, they're unable to, uh, to, to make money and, uh, and feed their family. So with this, there's always some type of something. It's just a, it's something little, right? It's not solving an, a, a major issue, but it helps with the dust. It helps with the heat because it's hot here. It gives shade. It also, but it also gives you fruit and things like that. Whether people, obviously, some people at least the first year will take them off and sell them and whatever. Fine, you know, as long as you're benefiting from it. But it also cuts down on the dust, helps with the air and all this other stuff. So that's one thing we want to do: have a, a community team out in the community moving and and and. And connecting with people and also identifying the issues that are in our community so that we can better help. So, but that's probably going to be in the second half of the year. Hopefully, this is what we're aiming for, is to have that team kind of start in the second half of the year. But the first half, having a healthy church. Finishing up, not just getting through, oh, we made it through the troublesome and frustrating stages now. No, continue, continue the growth, whatever God has started. Like, continue trusting in him and building on that so that we can be healthy and get closer to him so we can reach more people in the community. So from that... A community center can come alongside and say, like, okay, we provide this program, this program, this program, and the person, you know, Johnny down the street comes to, I don't know, a photography class in a community center, just for example. He comes to the photography class or music class or whatever. Johnny's not a Christian, but Johnny starts connecting with us in the community center on a regular basis. Discipleship starts a lot of times before salvation. Jesus said, follow me, not repeat after me. And so a lot of times Johnny comes to photography class and he becomes, unbeknownst to him even, he begins to be disciple. But then to, to finish off that discipleship, it can be a year or whatever, however long it does or doesn't take, or he may never come. But we need to have a solid church in place where we can bring Johnny to and he can be part of a bigger community other than just listening and following me. Because then if I fall, Johnny falls. But if he's in a community of people who are willing to correct me and guide me as well, even as a leader, they can do this and you know, speak truth into my life and call me, then Johnny won't fall whenever I fall. And so the structure of a church is so, so important. And then also with the village trips and stuff. Honestly, we could do a village trip tomorrow and it'd be effective. We could do it. However, I want our church to do missions. I want our church to be the pushing, moving force behind some of these trips. And to be very involved as far as like church help and stuff like that. And so that is why also um, 
for believers and people in villages. That's a big part of the reason of why we're writing these books. We wrote the faith book. We need to translate it. We need to doctor it up probably and, and then uh, um, translate it and then obviously send it to print. It's like a small book. It's what, 50 pages or something mm-hmm. like that. So it's not like, don't think like, oh, they wrote it. It's not like that. But, so we're also writing a book on, uh, on justice. And then we're also doing, oh, yeah, I'm doing a discipleship course. I want to do a discipleship course with all of our leadership next year. What is discipleship? And it's a week by week. I think it would be like 10 week, a 10-week course or whatever. And we can do it with our leaders. Um, this is what discipleship is. This is what it means. Are you discipling anybody? Why? Why not? What does it look like? And, you know, the 10-week thing, I think I have eight weeks done already. That's the good thing is I've started all these projects like years ago, and then now it's getting to a point finally where everything's coming together. And it's like, oh, this is awesome, so I can put it into, you know, into play. But at the center of all this stuff is a strong church, and the discipleship thing feeds into a strong church as well, strong leaders. Again, so that we can reach our community, so that we can be a stronger church and more, uh, more stable to be able to help abuse woman X, abuse woman Y, abuse woman Z, you know, uh, abandoned teenager A, B, C, D, E, F, G, you know, uh, pregnant teen one, pregnant teen two. So, like, there's so many different little issues that, that I, I just personally, it's my personal conviction, and I, I, it's my biblical conviction as well, that the church needs to be at the center of these issues. Yeah. It needs to be the, the one helping and doing justice. Not apart from the gospel. That's why we do discipleship. That's why we do, we're doing these courses on all this different stuff so that people can grow in their, in their knowledge of the word so that they can spread it properly, properly, communicate it properly to the people in the community that are hurting, to the pregnant teenager who doesn't understand and who got, who the, the pregnant 14-year-old who was got pregnant by a 20-year-old. This is, this is happening right now in our, in, our, in our church and in our community. She can understand different questions that she has. She can understand who God is in the midst of all this. To the lady who her husband, who she loves so much, is beaten into a bloody pulp now, so she can understand who God is in the midst of this. So she cannot allow this to completely destroy her and damage her, even though I'm not saying it's easy or whatever, but she can just really depend and lean on and understand who God is in the midst of this. And so for us, having a healthy church is so, so important because that is the basis for everything else that we want to do, you know. So this year, first six months of the year, maybe impossible. I, don't, I have no idea, but you got to, I mean, you got to shoot for something. You can't just wait for stuff to just, well, one day, whenever we're healthy, you know, whenever we're at a place to where, you know, we can do this, then we'll start having these programs and reaching these different people. But so six months, not, not a perfect church, but a stable church. That's my goal. And we're, we're stabilizing now. Like you said, Simon, we need more leaders to step up. And we probably could use a couple more people come from the outside as well. That'd be great. But we can't really depend on that. Amber's coming in April, right? Yes. Okay, so that would be a, a help. That's one person. I need like two more. But um, even if they don't come, raising people up, discipling people, and, you know, really. And, um, so, yeah, that's what, that's kind of, I mean, that's kind of more of a wide vision dream of what I have for this year. But definitely working towards that. And so writing all these materials and these courses to be able to grow people so I can have some type of systematic and not just some, because we always say, oh, let's do discipleship. And then we sit down and we, and like, discipleship should include talking about everything. Um, but what happens is we sit down and we talk about ice cream for the whole hour instead of, and we never get to Jesus, you know. And we may pray at the end or whatever, but I think it should be all of that, you know. And so um, just developing some type of structured courses and, 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 I don't know, thought processes or whatever you want to say so that we can, actually, you know, grow people, grow people to reach people, to really uh, confront some of the situations in our community, you know. That's a lot. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, it's just it's a lot of it's a lot of work. It's just a lot of writing. I think it's a lot of like breakdown, right? So you have this big goal. I mean, say for instance, just one of the things was to start a com- have a community center, but then you break it down to practical daily steps, and it's like, well, to have that, we have to make disciples. To have that, we have to um, have volunteers. To have volunteers, we have to. You know, then you break that down into like five different points. What do we have to first do in order yeah. to get volunteers? So it's like really just it's a gift to be able to break that all down and say, OK, this is where we start today. And then tomorrow we move on to this or or we stay here for a month and make sure that this is uh, being uh, built up or established correctly. So it is a uh, it's a lot, but it's exciting. Just looking at this board, it's just it's awesome, you know, that here we are, a team of one, two, three, four. Why did I have to count four people? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Jalen Singer. <laughs> you didn't use I mean, your fingers? <laughs> I did use my fingers. No, um, and, and I mean, not just us four. We know we have a team of, you know, people supporting us and praying for us back at our homes and, and even within the church. But as far as the organization and the uh, execution of it all, there's, there's four of us and, and seeing all that God wants to do here is is amazing and exciting. Yeah, I just, we just we just got to dig in this year. Mm-hmm. Twenty twenty, got to dig in. That's the word of the Lord for this year. Is dig in. <laughs> it doesn't rhyme. It does, no, no, we're past uh, that. We're past oh that. This is not two thousand and six. So yeah, so just developing co- leadership course as well. I think that's super necessary on the practical level and the spiritual level. Yeah do that i'm working i keep turning around and seeing what else i got to do like this is basically we have a big whiteboard in here behind me and so that's basically our to-do list i guess and so but anyways yeah that's more or less like the vision though of what and this is how kind of everything kind of fits together but that's why we we haven't dropped everything else we've just you know focused on the first step which is a solid church and in our in our way of doing ministry right i don't want to knock anyone else who's doing it a different way right but that's just the way that we that we see that it should be done so 2020 vision. I don't know somebody. Anyone? Bueller. Like, I'll go. No, I, I don't you know go. what's going on. I'll I was go. reading the board. I got yeah. distracted. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. Just get your matching T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I think um, 2020 vision. 2020 vision. The vision for 2020. I mean, I, I want to be more. More involved in, I've, I've spoken to you about being involved in uh, more preaching, teaching Amen. kind of style Amen. Uh, stuff in t- uh, 2020. So we're hoping to get that on the way. One of the things we want to do, didn't catch if you mentioned it, what was the um, the courses, like the month-long courses within mm. the community, so like parenting oh, courses yeah, yeah, yeah. or yeah, yeah. Um, uh, biblical manhood, biblical womanhood, yeah, yeah, those yeah. kind of courses. Yeah. Um, and in order to do them to the standard that we want to be able to do them, uh, we need to give you, Ramon, the time to be able to prep for them and deliver them and write Amen. them and things like that. Which means we need people to do preaching on Sundays and to take over. Don't preach uh, to me. On, Don't preach on to Sundays. me. You just answer my prayer. <laughs> so, um, so I've spoken to him about being able, uh, if I can fill that role, um, to be able to do m- month-long series while he's doing the courses. Um, with that, we then need someone to step up and take over the children's mm-hmm. role while I'm not able to do it so that I don't have to try and juggle children's pastor and preaching for a month at the same time. Um, so again, it all comes back to building a healthy church so that we can get the right leaders in uh, so that we can do more of these things that we want to do. We have to um, 
We should just trick Amber into staying long term somehow. Yeah. I'll work on it. <laughs> <laughs> Amber is, uh, and she's going to come and volunteer with us next year. Yeah. Uh, in April, right? Mm-hmm. For six months, so yes. she thinks six months, six years, <laughs> somewhere. We, we have thing. to <laughs> develop a scheme to trick her into staying. So anyway, sorry. Um, you have to bring up stuff that make me think, like, oh yeah, we should just just keep people. Yeah. Just take their passports or something. Uh, yeah. Not impossible. <laughs> not legal, but not impossible. <laughs> <laughs> but um so, yeah, so that's children's side of it and again growing children's church looking at that um i was speaking to one of the volunteers yesterday um i said look, i won't be surprised in six months time that we'll have 50 60 kids mm-hmm. um that is not not a silly suggestion to say um especially when if we want to do more outreach within the community so even mm-hmm. the christmas the christmas fair thing that we got at the end of this year that will bring in more it's kids more it. kids mm-hmm. will um be coming because of that um, so our numbers will go up, and so we have to be prepared for that. We have to find a way of being able to uh, to effectively continue to teach and uh, disciple these these kids that come. Um, I want to work closer. We've got a few 12-year-olds, um, and our cut-off point um, for children is, is 12. So once you turn 13, uh, you can you go into church, you go into the main church. That's also the age that kids can start attending La Fabrica. Um, so we've got a couple of kids that are 12 currently. So I want to work with them next year as they start to turn 13, um, getting them to meet Rudy so they can get can still stay connected to the church, so they can still feel part of uh, La Fabrica, invite mm-hmm. them to that, get them to mo- meet Rudy first so it's not a completely new thing, um, and then just integrate them into the church so that it's not just one day they're part of children's church, then they turn 13, and the next day they're now longer, no longer part of children's church mm-hmm. and don't feel they have a place within the church anymore. Yeah. Um, so looking at how we can move people through the ladder um, of the church uh, and keep them connected and keep them looked after and keep them supported. Um, so we need to look at that for next year. Um, schools ministry, we started that this year. Uh, I think that that's continuing next year. Yeah. Um, I think we need to sit down and have a chat about yeah. that, about how that yeah. went, about what we can do. <laughs> how that one year. school, I, yeah. I, don't think we're, I think we're all on the same page. We're not going back to that school. Yeah, in the that afternoon. one school that we're, we're dropping. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and just yeah, looking at how we can grow that because I really liked that ministry. I thought I did think it was fruitful, and I think it could be uh, really productive uh, in 2020. Um, and then football, I have no idea what that's going to look like in 2020. Yeah. There's a few things going on behind the scenes, um, so we shall see where that where that yeah. ends up and and um, what capacity that continues. Um, so yes, yeah, so I can't really say too much. Yeah. on that for next year because yeah. I have no idea yeah. what next year will bring with the football so yeah Fun. good stuff though it's all mm. good stuff it's yeah. good to have you know the just the idea of where you want to go yeah. it gets exciting when you're just talking about it too like yeah. you sit here because sometimes you get in the grind and the, and the rhythm of it yeah. and you kind of forget where you're going Yeah, and it gets boring and you, it's yeah. easy to quit you know yeah. but and not I think, quit but yeah. I think you're right when you're saying um, this last year has just that's been all the hard work of going out preparing the ground doing the digging mm-hmm. and things like that and we're now at a point where we can start growing things we can start Absolutely. watering it we can start looking after it um and hopefully at the end of the year we'll see the fruit uh, yeah. of these of these um of these two years of the, the first year of going through all the hard times and the struggles and things yeah. to get things ready and then hopefully next year progressing everything pushing everything on um and then hopefully that will lead to something. 2020, 2020. the year of the harvest. <laughs> there it we just go. Keeps changing. <laughs> this is, hey, hey, hey. 
<laughs> dig in. Uh, yeah, dig in. All this. Dig yeah. in. <laughs> Vision. Vision is the best one by far. <laughs> you wait on me. Uh, I mean, I wasn't sure if we were going to wrap up because of the time or whatever. This is the Red Roots podcast. Red mm-hmm. Roots. Okay. So um, this coming year, I look forward to um, uh, continuing to play a supportive role as far as the design goes. So any projects that you guys have, you need a, a face for it, right? So uh, as far as the books go, um, I mean, I see three book titles up there, so I need to work on um, two good ones. And I, I feel like, you know, I want them all to kind of flow together so that it looks like it belongs to one thing, you know. So anyway, that's just planning ahead for that. Um, and then um, any kind of any kind of uh, what's it called visuals that the church is going to need, which you always seem like it's, you always think it's not going to be a lot, and then it's like, oh, youth group wants this done, and then children's church needs this, and then the book needs this, and Red Roots needs this, and the church needs this. So I want to be able to kind of prepare for that so I, it doesn't become overwhelming, and that I can execute and get these things done in a timely manner. So I would really like to train up a team. Um, I thought we were going in a good direction with that as far as the two two guys we had, but um, they had some issues being faithful and, and coming to class, and so we're kind of... Fired. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were, um, uh, I guess, fired, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to find a nicer word for let it. Go. They were let go, <laughs> dismissed. find a new skill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, so starting all over with that and and just seeing people who even have an interest in that is kind of difficult because it's a new world for mm. for a lot of people. Um, so first they have to under... And, and also it requires programs and, and resources that they don't have in their homes so they can... Laptops tablets and stuff. And yeah, laptops, tablets, the program, you know, um, and so... Um, it's hard to say, hey, come meet with me once, twice a week, and I expect you to be at this level in, within a month because they can't go home and practice. When I was starting off, I spent six hours on the computer, eight hours one time, I remember, just sitting there trying to, trying to figure out how to do, create, you know. And so um, we have that advantage where a lot of the kids here don't, or young people, or just people in general, um, don't have that advantage. So um, trying to figure out how to work with that and encourage people to grow and and even want to learn and grow so we'll see i don't know where to start with that um maybe put out an announcement but then you might get some crazy people <laughs> i yeah. don't know i don't like, know but i would ideally i'd love to build a, a creative team for our church yeah yeah, so yeah. i'm gonna work towards that it's just one thing you mean it's just one thing? That's just one of the things. I mean, oh. I didn't want to. Uh, you didn't want to what? I just was. There's other things, but I'll just stop there. Why? This is what we're talking um, about. I don't know. <laughs> what? Wait, wait. You said there's other things. I said what? You said I don't know. I mean, I don't know why I stopped there. Okay, so right. so we have uh, the vocal courses. I think that they're extremely beneficial, um, especially seeing uh, the help that it's given to other churches so um i don't i want to be careful not to say that the quantity of people that we help is important but um i want so i'm not not going to make the goal to be i want to help 10 churches next week or next year with their worship team or worship help but i want to 
continue in building those relationships with churches and mm-hmm. um which i think works really well with the fact that our church wants to you know like you build relationships with different pastors and rudy i don't know with different youth ministries i don't know how that works but um just so that the whole church can be a family with another church body you know and and that we could encourage and help each other out in different areas so um i'd like to continue doing that and um and training people so that they can also help the people in their church so that I don't have to be there all the time, you know. Mm-hmm. Just kind of train the, the, the few people in the top and then they can. It's like the multiplication. It's the right. discipleship idea, right? Right. And, and like, that's something that I didn't mention either. Is like we want our church to be a church that can help other churches. Mm-hmm. And um, we, we love our city. We love our neighborhood. We love our city. We love our country. But we also are not that arrogant to where we think that our church by itself is gonna like change everything. I don't know, we don't make those proclamations either. Like we're gonna, it's, I, I get it, it's, I'm not saying it's bad, but like at the same time, we believe that God is working through his church, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, and we are part of his church, but we, even if we could, we don't wanna lift up Trinidad by ourselves. Like we want it to be the church, right. like all, you know, all the churches, we want everybody to step up and stand up and, and you know, and uh, stand firm and, and and be productive as churches and and really help change our city and stuff. So we laughing at. I was just thinking, <laughs> twenty twenty, the year of stepping up. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody take note. Somebody. Step, step up twenty twenty. There you go. I'm, yeah, I think I'm done. Okay. I think so if you're done, I'm done. You done? I'm done. All right. Well. Thank you for listening. Hope you got um. Hope you got a good idea of kind of how because we talk about stuff randomly, and I thought about that last night when me and Simon were chatting. It's like, hey, and he actually it was his idea about um talking about this stuff. But it kind of uh, if you're listening to this episode, hopefully it brings all like the chats that we've had in person or you know via text or whatever, or even here on this podcast together and kind of understand how we want things to work and why we're so um involved not involved because we're christians but while we're so dug into the church right now and, and bent on re redeveloping it and st- or reestablishing it and whatever so strong and effective and so that jesus be glorified in bolivia mm-hmm. and so hope you understand that um thank you for listening i think this is longer than normal we don't have a time i never know how long it is until we finish it always just happens to be 45 46 minutes but i think today it's longer mm-hmm. so um Anyways, hope you've enjoyed this. I hope you have figured something out. If you have any questions, you can message us or whatever. We want people to know what we're doing and what our thought process is. Um, please continue to pray for Bolivia. Um, yeah, it's just a tough time. I mean, I can say a bunch, but it's just a tough time. So please keep praying for us. Um, yeah, have a great week. No, don't do it. I can see. I see. I see you taking. I see you take that breath in. I knew you trying to try to get me. Uh, have a great <laughs> you are so ridiculous man have a great week and uh, we, we look forward to being back next week Pro- <laughs> provecho <laughs>